The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. And it was back to school today for students in the province. Students in grades 7 to 12 have been learning online since November 30th. And K-6 to students, meanwhile, remained in school until winter break on December 18th. Uh, they moved online uh, last week. And then today, all the students headed back to class. Some parents and kids are thrilled. Others are pretty nervous and worried. In a letter that went out to students and parents across the province, Education Minister Adriana Lagrange said the decision to resume in-class learning was, quote, reaffirmed after the careful consideration of the importance of attending school in person as well as the latest evidence of COVID-19 cases dropping in all school age groups in December. Last week, late last week, Premier Kenny said it was the right move. The decision to resume in-class learning on January 11th is based on carefully considering the importance of attending school in person, as well as the latest evidence of cases dropping in all school-related age groups in December. And this is based on advice both from our Chief Medical Officer as well uh, as the Minister and Department of Education. Schools play, of course, a key role in supporting student learning as well as their emotional health, mental health and overall well-being. At the beginning of the school year, families across Alberta made the choice that was best for their kids uh, and their family situation as to whether or not to have their children attend in-person class this year. While about 20% of families and students chose to learn at home, the majority of parents chose in-school learning. Uh, for younger children, learning at home can be often uh, challenging from an academic, social and emotional perspective, especially for parents who didn't make that choice. Okay, so how were you feeling sending your kids back to class today? Let me know. The text number 780-496-0063. Would love to hear from you this afternoon. So I want to check in with Dr. Wing Lee, who is the um, who is the who is part of the Edmonton chapter of Support Our Students Alberta, which calls itself a nonpartisan nonprofit public education advocacy group. Doctor, welcome back to the show. Hi, great to be back here, Jalen. Yeah, how, how are you feeling? Uh, you know, your thoughts on this uh, back to school here today. What, 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 is, what, are, what are your thoughts? You know, as an organization, we definitely think that there needs to be another part to that announcement, and that is how do you support the schools? They are important. They're essential. They're essential to our communities, to our families. So what, what was there that was where we were waiting we were waiting for for what was the new plan since november 30th did you look into what broke down last semester you know all of that (laughs) all right so when you talk about more resources like what what would you suggest is is needed yeah there's new evidence now since september um that there's more need for ventilation you know just as an example uh so the new evidence coming out in the past few months has that been considered uh, more than just the mass and sanitizer provided by the government we know that there was problems with contact tracing you know upwards of 80 percent of case sources uh were unknown um and they're still trying to get more contact tracers up and running so yeah. where's all of that where's all of that um assurance that there's a thoughtful plan 
to protect mm, I thought, Have you had any communication with the provincial government uh, about, um, you know, the organization's thoughts on on what has happened over the past 10 or 11 months and, and certainly over the past uh, six weeks? And, and, you know, have you raised these concerns at all? Yeah, we actually get a lot of our engagement uh, in our parent groups to send letters. Uh, and petitions. We have a coalition of four organizations, including doctors and uh, teachers, that just put out a strategy list today. And we want all these to get to the government. We want them to hear us, but we're not getting the feedback. We're not. We're not getting that reciprocal uh, sort of response. Is what I'm hearing from parents. Dr. Lee, I'm, I'm interested to know, I think I talked to you way back when, when uh, when the chapter started up, and it was certainly about, I remember talking to you about masking and about keeping, uh, you know, distance between the kids, all of that sort of thing. It sounds like yeah. you're, you might be doing some, some <laughs> at-home teaching yourself this afternoon as well. <laughs> no, yeah, and no, and no worries at all. I'm curious, you know, when, when you look over the past nine months, um, has, has the, the school situation um, turned out as bad as what was originally feared or has it been better and if so on either counts why I think looking back there were absolutely gaps there were gaps in you know information just we had to monitor on our own, you know, as cases came out. And then we heard individual schools had to shut down because of staffing shortages. So this is all really from the ground, from from different sources and trying to, you know, be um, in the community to get the intel. Why is this not coming from the government? There, There is that sense that there, you know, we had to push for them to even put up the school map of outbreaks. And so that consistency of information is really important. Uh, to know exactly what is happening, um, you know, across the province. And so I think, especially when contact tracing, you know, sort of broke down. Parents, they, <laughs> yes. Uh, parents were getting letters on day 14 or 15 of the two-week quarantine period, and they didn't know. So these are all problems that we saw, and, and we want to make sure that they're addressed so that we're not back in this situation in two weeks. Yeah, and, and that's uh, a tricky thing. I think a lot of, yeah, yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of people who are worried about. Okay, what what does the the remainder of the school year look like? You know, if right. if we know that some of the, you know, what did has Dr. Hinshaw said that, um, you know, transmission in school or cases in school rather, not transmission in school, cases in school reflect really the cases in, in the community. And if mm-hmm. and knock on wood, we're seeing those numbers go down. Okay, that's great. How long does that last for? And what potentially could it mean come you know the end of april what does that look like and and i and i think that that is the part of part of the fear and and you just want to have a better plan plan in place i think a lot of people just want to have a better plan in place doesn't matter if your kids are going to school if you're running Mm -hmm. a business whatever it is it's just tell Mm -hmm. me what the hell is going on tell me what happens if and what are the rules what are the what are the cutoff lines right and you know is there wiggle room around that i think that's what a lot of people are feeling right now Absolutely, and we echo all of those. We need, we want the benchmarks. We don't want targets. We already know that schools had to shut down. So what triggered that? What was the level? Will we see that again? Can we work towards yeah. the the thresholds together as a community yeah. to make sure kids can be in school for the long term? Because a roller coaster is not healthy either.
Well, and that's it. And, 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 you know, let's be real. Your organization is not saying keep kids home until there's no cases of COVID or cases are way down because I think your organization and many do, um, you know, understand the importance of kids being in school and, and, and socialization. And we know that teachers want to be in school as well, but let's make sure that it's being done properly and, 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 and being done safely. And when we're still hearing about cases or not cases about classrooms where kids are, you know, closer than maybe what they should be, uh, you know, there's there's still a lot of questions out there. There's still a lot of a lot of answers that need to be found out, and 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 we're all looking for those answers. And I know you are as well. Yes, absolutely. And it comes down to prioritizing it, right? The choices of the government show us these are priorities. Schools should be priority. We need a comprehensive, detailed plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, Dr. Wing Lee joining me this afternoon. Thanks for checking in on this, uh, I don't know, second, third go-round of back to school. <laughs> I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. Yeah. Yeah, you betcha. Again, that website is Support Our Students Alberta, which was, um, you you might remember, before they started, um, before the government really started to um, put up that website or on their website, alberta.ca COVID-19, the school tracker, these guys were tracking it. These guys were tracking it. So if you want to check it out, uh, you can do so. I know uh, for some folks... It has been a real tough decision about what they were going to do, whether or not the kids were going to go back to school or not. Again, it, it really has been this crazy roller coaster ride. When you look from last March uh, now into the middle of January, 10 months later, um, you know, kids have been out of school, back in school, out of school, now back in school. Uh, this text this afternoon says, yay, the kids are back to school. They were so excited to go back. I was excited to send them back. Working from home and trying to help three kids with school is a nightmare. Larry says, Jay, the cases for schools went down in December because half the kids were not in school. And then holidays, the minister must think we are stupid. Ricardo says, Jay, I have two school-age boys, 8 and 15, and I think it was the right thing to do, especially for our 8-year-old. It's hard trying to balance work and teaching them at home. And Adam says, Jay, my son heads back to kindergarten tomorrow, and I'm so glad, as it would have been heartbreaking to have him stay home. He loves his teachers and his friends. Now, I have concerns about some of the high school students. The high school down the street has rules from 9 to 3.30, but before and after and at lunch, it's a free-for-all, off-school property with large groups of kids, no masks, etc. And, uh, you know, if there's going to be outbreaks with teens... That's where it's going to be. That's Adam in Fort Saskatchewan, and I'm going to agree with you on that front, Adam. I think, you know, in school, in in high schools, and even probably junior high, I mean, you can control all that. But once you, you're right, you know, recess happens, lunch happens, they go across the street to McDonald's, whatever it is, they're sharing pops. You know, that is is part of the challenge. But I know... um, a lot of you, balance, you know, balancing your concern, you know, balancing your concern about, okay, well, if my child gets COVID, okay, we know, we know outcomes for children with COVID are, are actually really pretty good. Are you concerned about them bringing home 
to, to mom and dad? Are you concerned about them bringing it home maybe to somebody else in your house who is immunocompromised? I mean, that can be part of the of the issue. But so many of you are like, it is so important for my kid to be in class. They love going to school. They love being a part of a, of a classroom and, and that socializing aspect of it all. <laughs> you know, I don't know how many stories I've even heard. Uh, you guys know my husband's a teacher. Um, and even when he is doing his Zoom classes, you know, you know, the, the kids, they want to socialize. People are bringing up their puppies. Oh, look it, I got my new puppy. And next thing, oh, there's the puppy. You know, you know that part of it, <laughs> it takes 10 minutes to, you know, you know show the, 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 the puppy picture on Zoom to 30 or 40 kids and get on with the classroom. But I think that is, is one of the things that, that, that truly has been missing. I'm going to go back. It'll be interesting um, with the contact tracing. You know, the HS has said those numbers are increasing, increasing. Remember, it collapsed kind of pretty much in the fall. They were just overwhelmed. And during that time, they have uh, they have put more and more, uh, they've hired more and more contract tracers in. I think that, they, that the, the plan was uh, rolling through the files in my brain. I think that the plan was to have about 1,200 or 1,300 in place by the end of 2020 to try to get that back up again. And I know some of you are like poo-pooing me when it comes to contact tracing, but if, but if we don't have... If we don't have contact tracers, if we don't have someone to 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 do that follow up and say, okay, well, where do you think you might have got that? Then the hell, right? I mean, I think that that is a really important key of all of this, right? If if I get COVID because I've gone to, I don't know, um, when we come when we're allowed to in a couple of weeks, maybe gather. We've gone we've gone to a gathering with you know some other friends. And I come away from that. Okay, well, I think it's important that the other people are, and I get COVID, it's important that the other people then know that, hey, I've got COVID, you might be exposed to it, don't be doing anything, so it doesn't, it's that that spread from there, right? Um, You know, the contact tracing part of this, I believe, is just such a huge part. And again, I know some of you just think, Jay, you're you're a dum-dum when you're talking about this, but I hear over and over again, and I hear from people who are in the medical community about it about it and uh and i think that we just uh, we we lost a, a really important uh piece of this puzzle 